calling all nucksuckers, finger nars, and frickin' Michael Jackson twirlers. Today's the day we proudly stand united, for we have kept our strange stims hidden under a bushel for far too long, and it's time we let those babies shine, social consequences be damned. In this wacky, segs-only autism edition episode, we're spending hobby collectors looking at the differences between ADHD hyperfixations and ASD special interests, and sharing how they each play out in our lives. We're also officially rejecting hard pant culture and I'm so quirky, struggling to flirt in pizza secrets, and overthinking a public twirl in a bonus secret that will have you cringe laughing along in socially anxious solidarity. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, If you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks, and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather, weirds of a All right, now that we've checked that sound, yep. we're officially ready for blast off. Pew. Three, two, one. <laughs> we already went. There we go. <laughs> and here we go. And we're off. And we're on in five. Five, four, three. Welcome <laughs> to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Kristen. And I'm your host, Grace. And we're coming to you live on air. Not live. Yep. This no, is live. It, Somehow. It's most certainly not. You're hearing us live and doesn't it sound perfect? No mess ups at all this whole episode, <laughs> I bet. And we're five seconds in. Yep. And we're nailing it. Yep. All right. Yeah. So, Kristen. You're. For once, it is I who has a warm-up question for you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm ready to be warmed up. All right. Are you ready to be warmed up? I'm feeling a little warm already, but I could be warmer. All right. Let's boost that heat. This is just kind of like a conversational question, but Mm -hmm. do you get excited about like extreme weather events? Like, do you love extreme weather events? Yes or no? Depends. Like a thunderstorm? No. What? It's too loud. I love a thunderstorm. I don't like a thunderstorm because it's too loud and I don't like... Um, I know you can like, I, I hate the, like the suspense cause you see the flash and mm. then you're like, there's going to be a loud noise. And when is it coming? And you don't know, is it going to get bigger? And then it's like, and you're like, Pah! yeah, it's so exciting. No, especially like heat lightning. It's so the kind that like travels like f- for a super long distance and lights up the whole sky. I love that. I'm okay with thunder in the distance, but I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept thunder in the distance. Uh, that should be a new song. Um, but I don't Thunder like when it's like a really big. in the distance. Pew, pew. Can you hear it rolling? Rolling. I'm not that scared. I am. <laughs> no, it's in the distance. Oh. That's the thing. You're okay with thunder in the distance. It's a work in progress. Yeah, okay, um, we'll work on it. We'll workshop um, it. I don't like thunder because it's too loud. All right, just a bunch of rain. Do you like that? Um, 
I also think that's really scary. <laughs> a bunch of rain? <laughs> like, I like rain, but when it's like, well, also, because we've had chimney issues. So every time we get like torrential uh. rain, we get water in our basement. And now that's been fixed. Okay, just in general. No? Okay. Um, Like a big snowstorm? Yeah, you like a snowstorm? Um, <laughs> I really thought this answer would be yes. I thought... I... Because my answer is... Fuck yes. I love, love weather events. Weather? I wait every day for something well, interesting to happen. Name because there's lots of big weather happening. I love a change in weather. No. I just, I feel like I, every day I'm just like, I wish something different would happen. I like, you know, the other day when it rained and it hasn't rained in a long time. Yeah. As in like maybe one week. Yeah. I went outside and I smelled. I did a couple big sniffs because it <laughs> smelled really good. Yeah. It smelled amazing. I, I like mild weather inconsistently (laughs) but big like 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 little changes in weather yeah like i like a little bit of rain and then now sunshine and now warmth and oh maybe it's a little chillier today (laughs) um but i don't like i just think there's like a lot of hassling like if it's a big (laughs) snowstorm that's a lot of snow to shovel i don't give a shit i love like because you're not shoveling sometimes i am sometimes i am I'm shoveling at like 4.30 in the morning. No, yeah. I'm shoveling at like 5. Right, yeah, that sucks. And Ian does do most of the shoveling. Yeah. So for me, it's just a cozy day in. Yeah, I'd love to have a cozy day in. Yeah, if I get to have a cozy day in and it snows and I'm not worried, that's great. But usually what happens, it's like, get your ass in the hospital. And you're like, son of a bitch. Yeah, see, that sucks. Um, And if it's like a lot of rain, I just get, I get... I get nervous. I don't know why. When it's like a torrential downpour. Yeah. I'm nervous. Okay. Here's what it is for me. I've just put it together. Okay. I feel like every day of my either schooling life or working life, I've always wanted the littlest excuse to not have to go in that day. And I will take the smallest reason. And especially when you work in the school system. I mean, you know, it's like being a kid in the school where you're like, Dying for a snow day. That was me as a speech therapist working in the school <laughs> where it would always be like, please let something big happen tomorrow when school gets canceled, you know? Right. And so I think I think that's a big part of me like loving weather events because it's like, what if everything gets canceled and you lose power and oh, well, you can't do anything, Ugh, I, which I would love. You know, I'm um, always looking for the littlest excuse to cancel on anything ever. I any see obligation. It differently. <laughs> um, I guess it takes a lot of privilege to... Uh, love big weather events you know yeah like i don't love i wouldn't love a tornado obviously or like a hurricane a and we're not in places yeah. where that happens so i, I think guess we're gonna get an el nino the nino no no just an el nino. <laughs> yeah i guess yeah it's, it's spanish for the nino yeah <laughs> um that's exciting i i just i feel like well working for the hospital yeah there's no snow days yeah that sucks um it is kind of fun though because Usually your patients don't, I guess, like, I I always try to guess, like, who's going to come in and brave the weather, which it should be no one. No one should be, like, risking their lives to get to the doctor's appointment. Unless they're risking their life to get their life saved. Right, right. That's different. Um, But if they're, like, just have a routine follow-up, just reschedule. Yep. Um, (laughs) Okay. But, yeah, I'm not a big, I, like inconsistent mild changes <laughs> in the mild weather okay i'm not i'm not a Final big answer. fan of big weather i understand okay. it's necessary i love big weather but um you hear that big weather 
I support you. I'm just, I just right. feel like it's such a hassle. I also lived through Snowpocalypse in Boston mm. where we got 100 inches of snow in a month and there was nowhere to put it. And I had to walk over a mile to school every day where mm. no one cleaned the sidewalks. So we oh. just walked in the street. Yeah. Well, that sucks. All right. <laughs> we should probably get into this yeah. episode. So not a big fan, but yeah. That was a great warm-up question. Was it? Um, well, and then I think it would depend on what country you're living in. Oh, because, okay. like, yeah. Australia, there's yeah. different weather events there. Yeah, I was there for, like, the end of their rainy season because yeah. I was up in Townsville, which is, like, very wet. And it was kind of exciting, but also it really sucked where you're just, like, yeah. getting rained on off and on all day. And it's, like, so right. humid. Right, right, but right. it's kind of exciting, though, because something different's happening Or, like, last year it's in Buffalo, fun. New York, where they got, like... 20 inches of snow in a day. Yeah, but that's so fun as long as you, like, have everything you but need then, and you have, like, yeah, a shelter, a safe shelter. Need, people who, like, you know, need had an emergency. I know. Okay, let's just get- say, overall, I'm not ta- – obviously, there are tragedies that come with big yeah. weather. And outside of that, I like big weather, you know. We're taking Putting aside all the bad are things that can happen. Are you a fan of big weather? And you should write in <laughs> – some sort of weather-related story. Yes, just as, like, a thing. Don't think about, like, the practicalities of who it inconveniences. I can't like, not I'm think sorry. about the practicalities. I know, but I feel like, t- like, just as a thing, big weather, you know? Like, if you had no responsibilities, you had everything that you needed taken oh, care okay. of, you weren't going to die, you weren't going to have your life, you know, so there are, imagine that you're in a very privileged position. In a bubble. Where, yes, where the real world is not a factor. <laughs> Just you're in a bubble and big different weather events are happening well, in the yeah, bubble. Well, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see big weather. Okay, that way. yeah. In a bubble. That's kind of what I'm asking. We're protected. You know? Yeah. Obviously, I'm talking about real life, Grace. Well, obviously, I don't no like that big weather happens and that it, like, impacts people, you know, disproportionately. Climate change is real. <laughs> yes, I know. And it's a it's very like serious issue. thing that's impacting, yeah, a lot of people. And the people it impacts are not the people who are causing the problem, which really sucks. All right. uh, but outside of the <laughs> horrifying realities yeah, of climate change of and how it disproportionately affects different people in different countries, do you just like as a weather? thing, do you like big weather is really my question. I didn't realize I had to be so specific about it. Well, I just think that it's a question that leads to more questions. I guess it is. Everything with you is a question that leads to more questions. <laughs> and with that, let's get into this episode because it has to do with autism. And it's just sex. It's Autistic just sex. Just sex. Yes, this is our what I call it autism sex. Autism sex. <laughs> this is a follow up to our autism part one episode that we hopefully just released. Yep. And we kind of wanted to do like a just sex autism version because obviously it's always been ADHD just sags and we kind of wanted to do like a little silly autism follow-up you know where we can kind of talk about these sillier aspects of uh being autistic and the fact that we are and if you haven't listened to that last episode you should go back and listen we will wait Well, okay. <laughs> Welcome back. We hope you liked the last episode. Let's get on with our sags. Yeah, let's do it. Should we do? Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's, this is who I am now. Oh, that's right. Okay. You don't need your kazoo. I don't need my kazoo for this. What are you doing? Where is your head? I. It's up in the clouds. <laughs> I'm sorry. It certainly is. Oh, man. I am not funny. Um... <laughs> Sometimes you are. <laughs> 
That Not was, then. That was a sometimes. joke that was funny to me and me only. Um, I get it. We just talked about weather, right? We just right? talked about weather. Yeah. It was a weather joke. Um, <laughs> it was a weather-related joke. I got it. I, it just, I just didn't. It wasn't as, it didn't land. Um, <laughs> no one makes, you don't make anyone laugh harder than you make yourself I, laugh, I think, is what it really is, you know? Which is a great quality to have. Uh, have fun with yourself. That's showbiz, baby. Hey, but I'm, shh. Uh, let's do this is Let's do now. the song. Okay. I'm ready. This, this time is, it's day. Oh, <laughs> you're not ready. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way you're ready. You are pulling out your kazoo. <laughs> you don't know what we're doing. This time is different. Everything, Everything has changed. changed. And then we do rhyme. Yes. And I go, this is who I am. Jeez. Um, we got it. All right. All right. All right. It's been a while. It's been one week since you look at me. All right, ready? This time it's different. Everything has changed. This is who I am now. This is who I am now. Great. This is great. Yeah. First time. (laughs) Yep, right on schedule. (laughs) All right, Kristen. Who are you now? Um, I didn't have a good one for this, so I just put that I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. You are a survivor. Um, I'm coming off a rough, rough week slash weekend of work, and uh, and I survived, and it's been probably one of my hardest weeks in a very long time. Um, didn't you say you operated every single day? Operated every single day. Multiple six-hour-plus operations. I don't know how you for do an that. emergent case. Did a lot of amputations. Took a lot of toes. Yeah, but not just toes. Mm. A whole leg. That's, uh, it's, it's so depressing. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, anyway, you are a survivor. So, yeah, I, I survived. I survived the weekend, and uh, I survived the week. And I'm I'm here, and that's that's who I am. And you only cried every single day. I I didn't cry every single day. Oh, almost every single day. Sorry, there's a difference. I held it together <laughs> a couple days. All right. Well, congrats uh, on that. Yeah, Grace. Yes. How are you now? I am a power washer. Ooh, I love power. Washing. It's so satisfying. Our house has been so like grimy and like has like mold growing on it yeah. as houses do as i guess houses be doing that's the thing about owning houses i guess is sometimes they grow mold on it and they you have to clean the grimes. outside of the house yeah i can't even clean the inside but i did clean the outside because a couple weekends ago ian and i busted out the old power washer nice. that apparently have we own? have what you have your own i guess so it came from somewhere. Dang. Ian got it from someone somewhere somehow. I'm impressed. Uh, and we spent about five hours power washing the house, like taking turns on and off. Um, and it was super satisfying. It was the first time I've ever done it. Yeah. And I did a great job. And I'm so proud. The house good, looks great. It's a good workout. Yeah, the yeah. house looks great. It's really satisfying. Uh, it's been driving me crazy. The side of the house has been like grossing me out. It just mm-hmm. looks so dumpy. And yeah, I just like, I'm just loving power washing. Yeah, and I gave it a big old blast, and now it looks you fresh wore and shoes, clean. right? Yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't I wear shoes? Well, that's one of the rules. You got to wear shoes while you power wash. Why? You well, because if you accidentally, if you wear like flip flops or sandals, and you accidentally get your toes, you'll just like avulse your skin off. Oh. Uh. Like imagine ungloving 
no. the skin of your foot. I don't want to. Well. Yeah, of course I wore shoes. Okay. But well, that's, that's a good I'm tip. I'm just asking because sometimes people don't follow the rules and then they show up in the emergency department with no skin on their uh, foot. Well, won't be me because I'm yeah. always wearing so shoes. So here's a PSA. If you are power washing, you are also wearing shoes. Close toed. Crocs don't count. Because they have holes still in them. holes. Wear some shoes. All right. That's a good PSA. Um, and if you want your house power washed, call me, Grace, because this is <laughs> my new identity and this is who I am now. Um, power washing. Power washing. Makes me almost understand why someone would want to own a gun. Right? There's so much power. Yeah. And you feel so like, ah, I could wash the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally was like, I wish I could use this inside the house. Right. Just like do it on the walls and the floor right. and the counter. Yeah. Taking you stains off. Mop. Yeah. Not that Great. I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just re- am really loving it. Ah, I'm I'm so happy for you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I need more things to power wash. Yeah, you can come to my house. All right, I'd power wash your house. Yeah. For a fee. Oh my God, David, the fee will be uh, one hug. From you? Yeah. How about a firm pat on the back? Well, you you said you like a, a hard squeeze. Yeah, I guess I'll take a I'll take a hard squeeze from you. I'll take your I'll, I'll do one pH, one preferred hug. Okay. All right. Worth it. Nice. <laughs> All right. Let's mosey on into I'm so quirky. Now you. All right. Now the now kazoo's coming out. I gotta, can, can you give me a moment to wet my kazoo? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> wet my kazoo yuck i can't stop smiling um stop smiling can't smile like kazoo it's very serious okay the kazoo's only flaw you can't kazoo with a smile <laughs> some people call me spacey some people call me fun but Nice. I went real high at the end. Yeah, you I, did. I, I, I also not. went pretty high. I think it was a little flat. Yeah, well, I think we're both pretty flat. <laughs> Which is why this thing works out so perfectly. It's great. It's great. Neither uh, one of us can get annoyed with the other one for being bad at bad it. Bad at it. Because we're, we're both bad, bad at, at it. We're both equally bad. Yes. All right. So this is I'm so quirky, but it's a little different because it's the because autistic. We're, because we're a little different. We're a little different. Yeah, exactly. So we're we're talking about. Usually we talk about ADHD quirks. Now we're going to talk about autistic quirks. And also we realize that some of the things we have said in the past that are ADHD quirks are definitely autism quirks. Yep. So I feel like as we do more of these going forward. It'll probably be ADHD Yeah, quirks. we could do a few that are redos. Like I wouldn't wear hard pants until like sixth grade. You know, that's definitely yeah. the tism. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we'll and, update uh, some and of them. you don't wear hard pants now, so it's, I won't. You've come full circle. Yeah, look at me embracing a uh, little childhood AC. We're not embracing the hard pants. Yeah, rejecting, rejecting. hard pants society, <laughs> hard pant culture. <laughs> um, and we should make a sticker that says "I reject hard pants." <laughs> I reject hard pant culture. I think um, is a good if you one. would like a sticker that says "I reject hard pants." Let us know at yeah. where's a feather at gmail.com. We can make that sticker. That should definitely be one that of our should be a sticker. stickers. Because it'd be easy. We just put some hard pants on it with like the Ghostbusters <gasps> thing over it. 
Oh, that's even better than what I was imagining. What were you imagining? Uh, just the words, I reject hard pants. Oh, yeah. I was thinking they could be like hard pants in the background. Yeah. Know? That's great. All right. That's even better. Cool. I love it. I think we should do it. Yep. You don't have to let us know that you like this. Well, you actually, yes. You have to let us know you, you like this idea. You have to let us know, but regardless of whether or not, we're going to do it. Yes. Here we Eventually. go. Eventually. All right. Speaking of uh, not wearing hard pants. Yeah. Grace, what are your quirks? Yeah. All right. Quirk number one. Yeah. I, it's me, Grace. I wear the same style of old Navy tank top, different ones, but the same exact one in different colors every single day, pretty much of my life now. Uh I don't have it on right now, ironically. It's like the one day I... <laughs> the one day of the year. Yes, because I got a new shirt. Oh, I do that's, like that new shirt. That's this kind of workout shirt. Oh. So this one... Did you work out? Uh, No. Okay. But it was the only thing I had clean. That's fair. This one is acceptable to fit into the rotation because it's a specific cut of tank top. But whenever I try to wear like something else... Especially a t-shirt with sleeves. Yeah. It's like the sleeves are too tight and the armpits are wrong and the collar is wrong and the mm-hmm. shoulders are too tight. And I'm just uncomfortable the whole time, like pulling at my clothes all the time. Yeah. And so I've just like given up and I just kind of wear the same very specific style of tank top every single it's day. It's a very nice tank top. I have like 12 of them. <laughs> I should invest because I like it. It's great. It's soft. It hits me in all the right places. It doesn't hit me. In the wrong places, most importantly. That's There's fair. no itchy tag in there. There you go. And why would you ask for anything else? Exactly. It's yeah. like the perfect shirt. So I bought a bunch of them. <laughs> Which that's <laughs> your definitely uniform. That's definitely autism. Yeah, I've always said I wanted a uniform. Autism. Like a cartoon. Like a cartoon character. character. So I totally get it. Much like and Arthur. I agree. Yeah. All right. Quirk number two. I hate the feeling of my hands being like sticky or clammy or wet and it becomes all I can think about until I can wash them. Like I, it drives me absolutely insane when my hands are like clammy, no matter what I'm doing or where I am. Like it doesn't matter. Like really? Yeah. Oh, it drives me crazy. Even if you're like outside in the dirt. No, if I'm like actively doing something, it's fine. But just Mm -hmm. like day to day, you know, if I'm just like, you know, on my phone or whatever and my hands feel like, clammy at all i have to go wash them you're like get me out of these hands or if they feel like grimy yeah it just like really drives me crazy (laughs) i have a lot of weird stuff about my hands you do i do you do and speaking of weird stuff about my hands this one is very weird uh quirk number three speaking of weird hand related quirks Mm. i saw elise myers talking about this so i felt comfortable talking about it and she's on tiktok yes she is a tiktok creator who is also adhd and she talked about this very specific thing that now that I think about it, I've always done and I never would have thought to talk about it. And I've always hidden it because it's really fucking weird to do. But whatever. Elise talked about it. So now I feel comfortable doing it. Um, I've always been really weird about my hands being dry. Like I'm very obsessed with I'm obsessed with having lotion on the back of my hands. But I fucking hate the feeling of having lotion on the palms of my hands. Mm. So that's its own problem. It drives me, it's a really hard predicament. You gotta get the right lotion. Yeah, and I try to do the thing where you like put it on with just between, just rubbing the backs of your hands together, but I feel yeah. like you can't properly lotion. You can't properly So lotion. I have to use my palms, but then it's like now my palms are dirty. Right. What do I do? So then I have to wash them, but then that gets rid of the lotion. I don't mind lotion on my palms, but Ugh. lotion in between the fingers, and that's where you're like the most dry. Yeah. But I'm like, let it be dry. Because I don't like lotion between my fangs. Oh, see, I don't care about that. It's my palms. I, just, I feel like there's something in between my fingers, and oh. that's all I can think about. Weird. 
But, okay, so I'm weird about my hands being dry. And mm -hmm. if I'm in a situation where my hands are super, super dry and they're, like, cracking, especially I get really dry on, like, the knuckles, um, if I don't have access to lotion, I will lick the back of my hand sometimes. Slash. Sounds so weird. <laughs> I will, like, suck on the back of my knuckles. <laughs> and kind of, like, gnaw on it a little bit. It's so weird. It's, like, this weird stim that I do. But also, because my knuckles, like, especially my middle finger, like, the... What is that? The your middle? Oh, your uh, your hand knuckle. Your MCP metacarpal phalangeal joint. Sure, yeah. the knuckles that are on your hands, not your fingers. Yeah, but your MCP. No, people don't know that. They they'll they'll know. <laughs> they'll know because I described it. <laughs> hand knuckles. Um, <laughs> but those get really dry in the middle, and if it's like too dry and it's cracking, I don't have lotion. I will like. <laughs> Like, suck on it. That's the only way to Who say it. Who doesn't love a good nut suck? <laughs> <laughs> and there's the title for our episode. <laughs> nut suck. Uh, if you are out there and you do the nut suck, please let me know that I'm not, I know I'm not alone in this. Elise talked about licking the back of her hands, but she didn't talk about the nut suck. I want to know specifically about the nut suck. If I there's a nut sucker out there, I want to know who you are. <laughs> you little nut sucker. <laughs> My fellow nut suckers, what's up? Nut suckers unite. <laughs> Nut suckers. <laughs> I love it. Please reach out to us. At We're taking a poll. Yeah. Do you suck nuck? Do you suck that nuck? Reach out to us at weirdsofafeather at gmail.com and let me know. Or you can uh, message us on Instagram and hopefully there will be a poll because. There will be a poll. Uh, this is top information. Yes. I need, I need to, know. to know if anyone out there does this. It's so specific and it's so weird. And I never would have thought about it if it weren't for uh, Elise making that video about licking the backs of her hands. So thank you, Elise. I'm so quirky. Anyway. You are so quirky. I'm so you quirky. so quirky. And uh, these quirks <laughs> definitely go beyond ADHD. Yeah. Let's just say that. All right, Kristen, what are your quirks? I also have a hand stim. Yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> sometimes... Um, I don't know if this is like a stim or an anxiety thing or just the tism, but I like to, rather than a nut, nuck suck, <laughs> I just like to kind of gnaw on the side of my like first digit. Like I, I put my hand in a little fist and then I just take the side of it and I just, and, and sometimes I bite really finger. hard, but it feels nice. And then I like to look at my teeth marks on my skin. That's definitely autistic stimming. <laughs> Like, 100%. I want the evidence. Yeah. Well, you hear about, you know, some autistic people, like, self-harming mm -hmm. in, like, uh, biting themselves or, like, yeah. sl slamming like, their head against blood. the wall. I'm just no, I know, little... but I'm saying that's, like, a mild... What like you do is nah. kind of a mild nah. version of, like, of that, of, like, regulating your body, yeah. you know? It feels nice. With intense sensory input, yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah, now I that I think it about it, I do that too Maybe sometimes. Maybe when you're done sucking your nuts, you can go and gnaw on your hand I do, bit. now that I think about it. Sometimes oh, I will do that. You're hand gnar. I'm a, I guess I am a hand gnar. Hand gnar. Gnar. Gnar? It sounds like an Australian <laughs> saying no. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and I like to look at the evidence. That's the big part. And then that's like visual stimming, I guess, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't. I mean... <laughs> The whole thing is the whole thing odd. Yeah. All right. So, so you can't make fun me. of me for my nuck suck because yeah. you do a <laughs> finger gnaw. A, a finger gnaw. Yeah. 
Yeah, let yeah. us know. Do you suck knock or do you gnaw fin? <laughs> this is a different language. <laughs> um, my other thing is that I I like I wrote thrills, but it's more of a, a trill. A trill. I know what you meant. I do my little trills, my little and I you like do them when you're happy. I do them when I ha- when I'm happy. Um, when when I'm on the move, um, <laughs> <laughs> my on the go trill. It's usually it's usually um, like happy, excited. Yeah, and I think that's definitely an autistic. Yeah, system. because it's like conveying an emotion, right? And then like ADHD stimming is very much having to do for like getting stimulation and dopamine and and boredom. Yeah, Whereas, entertaining yourself. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And then, um, isn't my understanding is that the autistic stim is is either to like self soothe, self soothe, or convey an emotion. Mm, yep. And that's that my, makes little, sense. my little trill when I'm like really excited. I like, just <laughs> trill like a little, I don't know, like a little bird. Yeah, it's very cute. <laughs> well, it's cute to you, but I um. I think it's cute. When you do it in the grocery store, you get looks. Well, whatever. When you're like, you found like the granola bar you've been looking for and you're like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. I can see how that's weird. And you're like, you're like, yeah, (laughs) this is the one. That's very precious. Yeah. Also, how did no one catch this? (laughs) I like that one. You know, there's a sale on chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Just like. Um, yeah, I, so I appreciate that about not you. Not everybody's super pumped about the trills. And I try to like really, really like subdue them um, at work because people already think I'm really weird. But that sucks because then you're masking. <sighs> yeah, it does suck. Um, but I want to just keep my job. <laughs> yeah. One day you will have a job where you can where trill I can all trill day all long. I want. Yeah. And, and no one will say trill back. Yeah. yeah, and they'll trill back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this is more of a specific incident, but I also kind of have a uniform where I wear mostly the same clothes, especially to work. I'm in scrubs, but I like to wear make sure that like I'm comfortable because, like we said earlier, sometimes we're doing like six hour surgeries. God. Plus, I often work ten plus hours a day. It's a long day of standing on your feet. It's a very physical job. And uh, I like to be comfy. Yeah. And one time, um, and this happened recently, I wore the wrong type of underwear and I was so dysregulated and like overstimulated by the sensation that I came home. I announced to Christopher because he was like, come here, let me give you a hug. And I was like, nope. It's the last thing I need. Nope. I can feel every single clothing piece on my body. And then I just instantly cried i was like it was it was oh. so awful it was like i couldn't think of anything else except for all of my clothing on yep. me i know that and, feeling and i hated it and i just went into bed and i cried oh so i felt sad. better after but sometimes you need a good cry and to take your cry. underwear off so yeah yeah <laughs> next time i'll just go to commando to work so. yeah you should <laughs> just go take it off in the bathroom <laughs> Throw it away. Uh, or you wrong? know what I should Underwear. have done? I should have got, you know those mesh panties they give you at the hospital? No. Hospital people know what I'm talking about. I should have taken hospital mesh panties. Yeah. Um, and have. worn those. Yeah. That's what I should have done. Well, next time. Next time. 
Yep. Anyway. You're yeah. so quirky. You're so quirky. <laughs> I have had many a day where a tag will ruin my entire day. Yeah. Yeah. Or I hate when you think you're like, this is going to be super comfy. And yep. then you put it into action and you're like, this was not what I was expecting. Yes. Oh, it's so disappointing. So disappointing. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Let's clip, 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 clop our clip, way. Clip, 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 clop, clop, clop. I Here hear it. we go. On to Hobby, hobby collectors. collectors. Oh, we don't have to sing. Thank God. Okay. Cue the music. Cue the music. It's hobby collectors. Collect these hobbies. I think Jane's song's still better, but that's okay. I don't know. We're working on something pretty good. All right. For this special autism just segs episode, we wanted to kind of stick with the theme. And for hobby collectors, we want to do a special autism hobby collectors, and we're talking about special interests. Special interests. Special interests. <laughs> Let's see. Where do we start on this? Special interests versus hyper. Hyper. Food. Yeah, versus like ADHD hyper focus. So we're yeah. gonna kind of talk about what makes them different, and then we're gonna give some examples of our own hyper focuses versus special interests. So we can kind of talk about the differences and similarities, I guess. Yeah. So special interests form part of the core features of autism, like they're a core trait of autism. And when we're talking about special interests, those are like specifically an autism thing. So when it comes to ADHD, you can have hyper focuses. And I think, you know, to a lesser extent, neurotypicals can have like, I guess for a neurotypical, it would be like a hobby. Yeah. For ADHD, it might be like hobby plus hyper focus. Yeah. And then for autism, I think you can have hobby, hyper focus or special interest. Yes. And the way I think about special interest, I'm about I'll read a few uh, little blurbs from a couple articles to kind of give a more specific description of what they are. Mm -hmm. But the way I think about special interest is could you do a filibuster on this topic? <laughs> like, could you take up hours and hours and hours in a courtroom just talking about this one topic? Have you learned it like that in depth? And do you love to talk about it that much in depth? That's kind of how I think of a special interest. But for a more formal definition of it, I found this PubMed article called Special Interests and Subjective Well-Being in Autistic Adults. To date, there has been limited research focusing on the role of special interests in the lives of autistic adults, of course. This study surveyed autistic adults on their special interest topics, intensity, and motivation. It also assessed the relationship between special interests and a range of quality of life measures, including subjective well-being and domain-specific life satisfaction. About two-thirds of the sample reported having a special interest, with relatively more males reporting a special interest than females. And that's interesting to me. That is interesting. And I'm wondering if part of it has to do with what we consider a special interest or what just like the, I feel like there are differences between like stereotypical, more like male hobbies versus females, like hobbies. Right. Um, like trains. Yeah. And I think that's those like are more classic like. example of a, someone who really enjoys trains is a classic autistic uh, special interest. Yeah. And you see that more with boys. Yes. And I think boy hobbies, quote unquote, are more like objective, like easier to study and see like, okay, this, you know, kid won't stop talking about trains. Mm -hmm. And clearly that's a special interest as opposed right. to, I think a lot more women have like social special interests. Yeah. Like for me, 
human psychology is 100% one of my special interests. But from the outside, it doesn't just look like a boy talking about trains. It just looks like, oh, she's just interested in psychology. Right. Unless right. you're with me all the time. You're like, she won't shut the fuck up she about psychology. She hasn't stopped talking. <laughs> but I feel like that up until I, you know, kind of have been reading and learning more about autism, I don't think I would have like, I don't think many people would look at that and consider it a special interest because it's, yeah, it's not this like objective physical thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing that's part of it is why it looks like more boys have a special interest. Um, Also the patriarchy. Yeah. The patriarchy where women's hobbies are like devalued. Yeah. Devalued and dismissed entirely. Like that whole fucking TikTok thing going around last year where the guy was like, do women even have any hobbies? It's like, we have more hobbies than you can ever imagine. What is your fucking hobby? Golf? Cool. How original. (laughs) Get into hedgehog terrariums and then we'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) gnome fountains (laughs) yeah piss fountains so this PubMed abstract goes on to say uh special interest topics included computers autism music nature and gardening most autistic adults engaged in more than one special interest highlighting that these interests may not be as narrow as previously described so it you know it's it's not always just trains it might be like this big topic like gardening or whatever Mm -hmm. and my Autism has definitely become one of my special interests. The, yes. <laughs> yes. Which is why we're doing this episode. Yep. Because I can't stop talking about it. That's um, great. So it says there were no differences in subjective well-being between autistic adults with and without special interests. However, for adults who did have special interests, motivation for engaging in special interests was associated with increased subjective well-being. So, like, if you just don't have special interests as an autistic adult, I guess, like, you're fine. But if you do have that special interest, you, it can, like, really improve your well-being to engage in that special interest. Yeah. Um, So, this indicates that motivation may play an important role in our understanding of special interests in autism. Special interests had a positive impact on autistic adults and were associated with higher subjective well-being and satisfaction across specific life domains, including social contact and leisure. And this part is really important. It says, however, a very high intensity of engagement with special interests was negatively related to well-being. And I've seen some autistic creators on TikTok talking about this, how special interests can really be very important for us. It brings us comfort, safety. It helps us regulate. Many For, for many autistic adults, special interests are kind of like a necessity the way that like eating and sleeping is, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to die if you can't do it. So maybe not quite that extreme, but it's something that like you really, really need that helps you regulate yourself. It can be very comforting and regulating, but just like with all things, uh, it can also be extremely debilitating and take over our lives if it becomes too intense. And if it's that, if it's like, that's all you can do and talk about and want to do is the special interest. Kind of like video games. I think, Yeah, I think video games are great. I like them. <laughs> you yes. can quote me on that. I like them. <laughs> um, you heard it here first. <laughs> but um, and I, and I think they're good. I think they're I think they're okay for kids. You know, it teaches you like hand eye coordinationing, critical thinking, and you know. But when you play too much, you know, then you tend to avoid you know your other things: cleaning, cooking, yeah, paying your bill. You know, it can easily turn into like a almost like an addiction or something yeah. where you have to, you know i think that could be for any hobby you know if all i did was sit outside and stare at clouds stare at clouds or 
or do my bonsais, you know, and didn't make time for like grocery shopping or laundry or, you know, I don't think that would be a positive effect on my well-being. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It can become like super debilitating and like take over your life if it becomes too intense. Mm -hmm. And also it can lead to like ruined relationships, friendships, because not everyone apparently wants to hear you info dump about your like niche interest. Right. <laughs> so like that show, uh, what is it? The Incredible Attorney Wu that yes. I was obsessed with. She's whales, right? Yeah. Her special interest was whales and the guy that she liked and worked with, they had to have like a set time where it was okay for her to talk about whales because... I love that. Yeah. I which wish, I feel like it's, yeah, a good portrayal I of that, that special interest. I know. I wish my special interest was whales and not like autism. but <laughs> Something useful. Yeah. Um, well, speaking no. of which, have you heard about these orcas in Spain? Yeah, taking down boats. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Power to you, orcas. We're yeah. on your side. Take down those boats. <laughs> Fuck them up. Down those billionaires' boats. Yeah. Woo! Anyway. But yeah, I think that's just important to keep in mind that like... While special interests are very important and it's important for us to be able to like talk about it and um, engage in it, but we just also have to maybe set up some rules around that. So we're not just like bombarding the people in our lives. Like, sorry, Ian, I, I'm pretty sure he's like had enough of me talking about he's a very him patient about autism. Man. Yes. Cause not only is autism my special interest, but it also relates to me like understanding myself. And there's like a lot of psychology in there as well. So it's like, I'm not just excited to learn about autism. I'm also excited to learn about these things in myself. So it's like a double whammy. And I just want to talk about it all the time. But I need to channel it. All save day, it for the podcast. Day. All day. But yeah, it can. Apparently, people don't always like it. But that's what's nice about having other neurodivergent friends is that sometimes, you know, you guys are sometimes okay with like... the same special interests. Yeah, that's don't fun. Even, that's like when uh, Ian and I talk about bonsais and you just sit in the corner quietly. Or I walk away because yeah. I don't care about it and I hate it. <laughs> Three hours later, you're like, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking bonsais. One day, you're going to love it. I'm not. Yeah, no. I promise you. Bonsai boy. Bonsai boys. <laughs> it also is why like joining clubs for your special interest can be very, very valuable for autistic Ooh. people. And it can be also a good way to make friends because if you just meet someone at a restaurant and then you want to info dump on them about whales and they're like, I don't give a fuck about whales. That's not going to be a great relationship. Right. But if you join a club where you're all like a, a whale, whale club. club and you're all talking <laughs> about whales together, you know, I feel like for autistic people, you're kind of given that uh, social script. Like you have a topic that you're coming together to talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's people who also want to hear about your special interests. So it's like you don't have to worry as much about like info dumping on them. And I just think it can be really valuable for autistic people to be able to like engage with each other like that. Yeah. I do worry about that a lot. I think I talk about my special interests way too much to my coworkers who don't give a shit. And so I think lately I've been trying to like limit myself, but I almost, it feels like it's like pressure building up. Yeah. It's like you have to do I have it. To, I have to get it out. I have all these thoughts and I need someone to hear them. The worst is when I overhear a conversation where they're talking about my special interests I and I don't that. know I them. And I'm like, and you're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But sometimes I have to. Sometimes I cannot just, stop myself. I have to jump in and join this conversation. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was at a bridal shower not too long ago and they were talking about there were a couple teachers there. They were talking about their ADHD students. Oh, God. And I was like, hold it in, hold it in, <laughs> hold it in. And, and they were... 
um, talking about like stims or something. And I was like, stims are very healthy for them. <laughs> I was just, let them stim. And they're like, yes, yes, we know. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, rain it in, Kristen. It's too hot, too hot. But that's really how it feels when you have a special interest. It's like, I, every cell in my body is like right. bursting. I need to mm -hmm. talk about this thing, which is why it's so hard to like control yourself. Sometimes, so I, I love plants and we'll talk about it in, in a second. It's one of my special interests, but. Um, yes, we all know that. We all know. <laughs> and so someone, and I'm not going to say who at work, will come with a dead plant and kind of dump it on my desk and say, hey, how do I fix this? And you know, when it's just like, you can't even begin to explain. It's like, where do I start? Where do you start? Yep. You know, like, how did we get here? Where do we start? I don't know how to explain yep. that there's so many, like, wrong things going on here from, like, the pot shape to the type of soil to obviously watering techniques and stuff like that. But it's it's just, like... I get, I get so overwhelmed because I'm like, I, I can't even like logically explain this, you know, cause there's, 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 you're asking the question you ask is not simple. <laughs> yes. It's not as simple you as know, you think it is. There's a whole thing and we have to start from the beginning now. And, but then they want like, you know, that they want like a two sentence answer, like, Oh, just water it more. Or yeah. Like, they want a quick fix. Oh, you probably should repot it. And it's like, it's not that easy. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. Well, that's how I am with autism, where mm -hmm. it took us so long to even do this episode, because I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. I have right. so much to say on this topic yes. that I can't even, like, yes. structure my thoughts. Like, we could have made that last, that first autism episode, or this one, it could easily be, like, 20 hours long, yeah. and I could just talk yeah. and talk and talk. It might that. be. We're not done yet, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. It, at the end of the series, it just might be 20 hours. <laughs> All right. I have this other article yeah. Um, that I also feel like is helpful for understanding like why, you know, how to support people who have special interests. And these are all in the show notes too. Yes, right? the resources. So if you want to read it yourself. Go for it. Go for it. All right. So this one is called <laughs> Special Interest <laughs> in Autism. So mean. Go for just it. Just go for it. Read it yourself. We're not going to do it for you. Kristen's dyslexic. <laughs> Can't even read. And I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, this other article says um, in 2005... Christy Patton Koenig, now chair of the Department of Occupational Therapy at New York University, oh, dang. won a grant to train providers who work with children with autism. Hmm. She decided to begin her program by interviewing 60 adults with autism, some who could speak and some who typed to communicate. Many of the people she interviewed described a special interest, such as trains or animals, that they loved to engage in but were often discouraged from pursuing during school. She says, It was clear to me that we were missing a wealth of information about the strengths of these individuals and what drove them. They were beaten down by professionals trying to fix them. That was a turning point for me as a researcher and a clinician. The experience inspired Koenig to shift the focus of her career. Rather than trying to overcome deficits in people with autism, she now explores ways to build on preferred interests. It's a real avenue for learning and growth, for showing their competence, says Koenig. It's about bringing special interests into the forefront and using them as motivation in learning at school or home. Special interests are one of the most common characteristics of people with autism. Historically, some interventions for autism have tried to limit them or use them largely as a reward for good behavior. But many people with autism consider these interests to be an important strength and a way to relieve stress. Some even expand on them to create a successful career. The autistic self-advocacy community says, don't diminish this behavior. It's a positive aspect of our lives, Koenig says. 
I think the professional community is slowly catching up. Aww. So I thought that was just a good little yeah. blurb from that article. Uh, I really love that she is recognizing the true importance and value of special interests. And that's mm-hmm. a good point that it shouldn't just be used as like a reward for a kid. It really is something that they need to engage in to truly feel like happy and motivated and satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I've also heard from, we're going to do a whole like autistic burnout episode at some point, because I think you and I have both kind of hit autistic burnout. What? (laughs) And I think it's really important to talk about. But I hear a lot of autistic people say, and I definitely have experienced this, that when you hit that burnout, it's to the point where you can't even engage in your special interests. And that Mm -hmm. like makes it even harder to get out of burnout because it's so important for our self-esteem and motivation that if you're like so burnt out and depressed and exhausted that you can't even like get yourself to do this thing that you really, really love, that's obviously just going to like add to the burnout. Okay, so now, Kristen, let's go through some of our hyper-focuses versus some of our special interests just to kind of like point out the differences and kind of how we engage in them. Okay. So, yeah, why don't you start with... My hyper-foci? Yes, your hyper-foci, please. Um, so Spanish on Duolingo... I don't do it anymore, but I did. I was doing really well. I was like, wow, I'm the best (laughs) Spanish speaker there has been. And that is not true. Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of those things where I did it all the time and then I just didn't do it one day and then I never picked it up again. (sighs) I hate those. I know. And you're like, oh, this will be so good for me. But it wasn't. Yeah. I visited every once in a while, but not really. Um, Antique shops. That was an expensive hobby uh, or hyper focus where... I think I even brought you along and we'd get like antique stuff. I was, I, it was when I moved into my new apartment, I wanted to furnish it with like all like cool, like antique, unique things. Yes. Pretty into that. I but, should get back into that because I have no furniture um, in my house. So that's nice. Yeah. Right now I'm on Facebook Marketplace. It's my new. You love Facebook fucking Marketplace. fucking love Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I, I look every day, twice a day. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, rollerblading. That was a hobby, uh, hyper-focus you got me into. Yes. And then I went out on my own and I would rollerblade all the time. Yeah, you loved it. Um, and then I did one day of dehydrating fruits and herbs and boy, did that take a long time. And I was like, this is not worth it. But I might get back into that again because now I have a garden with herbs. I have a dehydrator. You have a dehydrator. I have a, I have a ninja foodie that's a dehydrator. Mm. Right. But I also might dehydrate them the old-fashioned way where you just hang them up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was just thinking if you can do it faster, like a, with a dehydrator, it might be more motivating for mm-hmm. you. Well, I think with it, the thing is I was doing like lemon peels and stuff. And mm. with fruit, since it's so juicy, juicy, it takes like eight hours. Yeah. But with herbs, not as much juice. So it takes like four hours. Mm. So I don't know how long your dehydrator takes. Probably about that long. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then gym making. We actually did a hobby collectors on it. Yeah. And since we posted that episode, I have not made any more gin. Hmm. <laughs> That's the problem. When I, I have the same problem. When I talk about something I've done I'm on like, this podcast. This is my new thing. Yeah. And it's like now I've gotten. I'm going to make it for Christmas. I've gotten the acknowledgement yep. that I've done it. And now yep. it's like, oh, I guess that's what I was in it for. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, son of a bitch. Like crawling in the yard. Crawling in the yard. I was doing it. And then I talked about it on the podcast uh, and I praised myself. And then my brain was like, all right. And now that's it's done. It's like the worst. Because yep. you're like, there's some hobbies where I'm like, I don't even want to talk to people about it. Yeah. Because I know the second I do and I pat myself on the back. Yep. Game over. Yeah. It's like, no one praise me for this. <laughs> okay. No one say I'm doing a good job. Yeah, what no, an interesting hobby. No, it's Don't not. Don't do it. No compliments, please. 
yeah, for all of those topics, yeah, I think you're right that they're more of like a hyper focus or a hobby rather than a special interest. Like where you it's like, do it, you think about it at night before you go to bed. Like, what my what's my next gin recipe going to do? Or like, what if I put you know this in it? Will it be different? Yeah, but it's not like like I feel like I think a special interest is like they're very very personal to you. Where it's like this is like a core part of who I am and like what my personality is. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, I feel like all of those like you were really excited about rollerblading, you were excited about gin making, but like you kind of did them at a more reasonable level. You weren't like obsessively talking about them twenty four seven. It's not like you had to talk about them to feel like yeah. happy. I wasn't like distilling my own vodka to make the gin. Yeah, yeah. If we got there, that would have been, I, you would have needed to stop me. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like with special interest, you're right. It's like you're doing like the deepest dive on, into like the research. You want to learn like every aspect of this thing. Right. As opposed to just like, oh, this is like a fun hobby to do for a little bit. Right, right. Like maybe you buy a couple books, maybe buy the supplies. But yeah. then it, you burn bright, but you burn fast. Yep. It's <laughs> good way to um, But special interests of mine bonsais i'm putting like bonsai plant care gardening it's all i'm clumping it together even though they're very different things but like plant care yes. i really like my plants and my trees and um, you have been doing that for years and years, years and, and you years. still consistently talk about it all I the know. time i actually just trimmed up a bunch of your plants today yep, you and did. watered them Thank because you. someone had to yeah Ian's, Ian's really slacky. someone has to look after his trees Although one of them is dead. It's not going to be me. And I think he knows that. But yeah, that's something that I've consistently do. Um, Sometimes I'm like excited to come home from work, not to like see Christopher or the cats, but to take after my trees. So I'm like, (laughs) oh, today's a good tree day. I know that sounds silly, but like. I can't relate to that directly, but I understand what you're saying. Where you're like, I can't wait to go home. Yes. So I can take care of my trees. Yes, that's how I was with Needlepoint, where it's like, I, it was like debilitating for a bit when I first got into Needlepoint, because I would just spend all day at work thinking about Needlepoint, thinking about me, like, doing the Needlepointing, and I, like, could not wait to get home so I could just do it for hours and hours right. and hours after work. When I bought a bunch of, when I first started getting into, like, indoor plant care, I would repot plants at, like, I would start at, like, 10 o'clock at night, because I'm like, I, I just have to do it now, or I'm not going to do it, and it's not, it's like, and I felt great, like, I'm like, hey, love this hobby, hmm. but, yeah, I need to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And then I'd be up till, like, midnight, like, repotting, repotting plants, and I'm like, I gotta get up at, like, five tomorrow, oh you know? Oh, my God. So, yeah, I can see how... That gets a little bit debilitating, but yeah. I think I've I think I've evened out a little bit now. Well, I think when you have autism and ADHD, then we kind of have the problem of like you can you can hyper focus on your special interest also. Mm-hmm. Like you can go. I feel like hyper focus is also like a in the moment thing where it's like I'm going to spend hours like really drilling down right, into this thing, right. and so it's like the combo of this is my special interest that I kind of need for my well-being and also it gives me so much dopamine and right. I I just want to do this and do this and do this. It's like the combo makes it. Yeah, difficult to keep a balance. Yeah, I used to have like certain days on back before, like during COVID when we like weren't really doing anything. I'd like schedule days out being like, okay, it's Saturday. I'm not on call. Uh, It's raining. I'm going to have a plant day that day. And then you actually do a plant day. Mm. It was... I would rather do that than like take the best drugs. Yeah, there's no high <laughs> there's like no it. There's no high like it. Yeah. I agree. There's no way 
I just, it's like, it's the best thing. It's the best feeling to well, do. To be fair, you've never tried ecstasy. I've never it tried. Is, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> From what my, what I would imagine ecstasy would be. It kind of does give it, you similar. Uh, similar, yeah. Not that I know. People who've tried ecstasy and also has have a special interest. Is it the same? <laughs> you know what the worst thing is, is when you're mid hyper focus and then you fall out of it. Yep. And you're like surrounded by like materials that you have to pick up and yep. you're like no <laughs> yeah i hate that i hate that but uh but yeah so gardening plant care um medicine I, I mean good thing i do what i do i guess but particularly stds i had like this fascination with like not only stds but the history of stds and how they have shaped like all the World War II men who went overseas and all got, you know, uh, I think it's like chlamydia or something mm. and then brought it back here. And then um, in particular, following drug resistant gonorrhea, it's my favorite STD <laughs> to like look at the statistics, especially when they had that huge outbreak in the UK. No, I, um, I, no, I, I wasn't keeping up with that. <laughs> love to follow trends in STDs. And um, you've loved that for a long time. Like it's since weird, college, you've always loved it's, STDs. I just, I love, well, because it's like, it's so, I think it's because it's so taboo, but it also has like a huge implication socially, hmm. right? Anyway, we can move on. We don't have to talk about gonorrhea all day. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and then curly hair care was... Is still a special interest, but less so. But it used to like take over my life. Yeah, like I, you really went through a period where you were. I was really like losing into sleep it. over trying to figure out when to wash my hair. That wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty intense. Um, wine has always been a special interest for for a few years, and that's becoming an expensive hobby. Yep. Um, hiking. I wish I would pick that up again. Um, when in middle school, huge Lord of the Rings phase. Holy moly. Yes, God, you um, were obsessed with obsessed those. Obsessed and watch all like the special features and read the books multiple times. And yep. anyway. Um, yeah, that's a good way to kind of describe that special interest. Yep, yep. Just, yeah. You went so in depth. I did. Um, And then I remember reading Return of the King again, which is the last book in the series, if you didn't know. I didn't. Um, and probably a hundred pages from the end, I was just like, this doesn't interest me anymore. And it was so sad. And uh, I haven't watched the movies or read the books since. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when you lose a special interest. I like remember putting it down. I'm like, I hope I pick this up again. And I just didn't. Um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, Black Beauty <laughs> was a childhood hyper-focused special, special interest. interest. Special interest, for sure. You wanted to be called Merry Legs. Yeah. Like, that was I such still, a special interest. You can still call me Merry Legs. <laughs> I do. Merry Legs. <laughs> uh, I think Merry Legs had the, like, most tragic story. I think we should do a deep dive on Black Beauty. We've it's talked a, it's about really Black Beauty on here before. Book. It's a sad, sad book. But you were obsessed with horses. You had horse wallpaper. Yeah. You didn't actually want to like ride them. You no, just, like, no, I didn't want to be near them. Actually, I don't <laughs> like them. I just uh, the thought of them sounds nice. Yeah, <laughs> I like in my brain because I even took like horseback riding lessons. And like once I met a real horse, I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> once <laughs> like, I met a real, you didn't meet horse. my expectations, horse. <laughs> you weren't as nice as I thought you should be. You're not like in the books. Yeah. And then cat care, obviously. Yes. I talk about my cats all the time. I yes. know it's annoying. I can't help it. And here's the thing. I'm not interested in your cat. Just my cats. Yeah. Just my cats. I know my coworkers are like, 
oh, let me show you my cat. You like cats? Here's my cat. And I'm like, I give shit about your cats. Yes. I feel bad. They're not, it's not like cats in general are your special, my special interests. Yeah, your cats. My cats, the care for my cats, particularly Snickers. Cat therapy. Cat therapy. Yeah. Uh, cat, kitty Prozac. And yeah, I could talk to you all day about that. And, and I feel can. bad because I know everybody loves their pets. But I just like my more. Yours is next level. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like I really love my dog Lucy mm-hmm. and, you know, I will talk about her, mm-hmm. but I don't really talk about her the way that you talk about your cats. And I think that's really the as difference. If it was, as if I birthed Snickers myself. Do I have a favorite? Of course I do. Yeah. Snickers. Of course you do. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. That's fine. She deserves it. She does. She's precious. Yeah. She's like a precious little grandma. Um, but yeah, those are so special interests, I guess. Yeah, so mine, we've talked a lot about of all my special interests on this podcast, actually. Yeah, yeah. well, that makes sense. Yeah, so. Talked about a lot of mine as well. Yeah, so let's get into your hyperfoci. Your hyperfoci. Hyperfoci. Okay, for hyperfoci, um, Hedgehog Terrarium is a big one. Nice. That was, uh, you know, fast and bright That interest. I feel like <laughs> nothing, and, and if you haven't, Listen to the episode. Go back and it's called Hedgehog Terrarium. I think it's called Chef Santa and the Hedgehog Terrarium that never was. Yes. <laughs> it is. What the fuck? What a great title for Spock. It is. But it was, it's, this is like the archetype, if you will, of a hyper focus. Yes. You had an idea. Yeah. You thought about it. Spent all this time spent designing it. Designing. Yep. I never built it. Never built it, but so pumped about it and then i woke up in the morning and i was like well that's done you know yeah, like i never was, even finished it it was, it. Like, it was a one night thing it was a one night stand <laughs> of hyper focus yes on this thing that never was yes so definitely not a special interest that was like you know no <laughs> yeah no Gone. not even close yeah but, but boy oh boy was it great while it lasted <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it it was a good little phase uh, I would also kind of along the same lines, I would say the gnome piss fountains yeah, were that, definitely a hyper focus oh, for sure. where I was really into them. But yeah, it you're going to make a whole thing. You were going to make a whole business out of it. I was. Yeah. yeah. And then I just was trying to do too much. And yeah. then I killed it I for know. myself. I know. I, <laughs> Ruined I, I didn't want to warn you. I just. I know. I You don't need to warn me because I know. <laughs> In my heart, I know. But <laughs> I'm also like, but what if it's different this time? It's different. This time it's different. This time it's different. <laughs> Everything has changed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I would also say longboarding Yo, was a yeah. hyper focus. You know, it wasn't like I was talking about longboarding all day and like researching it. I just like to do it. Candle making was another little hobby that kind that. of like you made me a candle. came and went. And I was pretty casual about that one. You know, I wasn't obsessive. Rock climbing. I was really into rock climbing. It was very regulating for me. But once again, it's not like I'm this is who I am now. Like this, this is, you know, are. yeah. So, and then also, uh, the genetic abnormalities that come from inbreeding, like yeah. the, the Habsburg jaw. That's, That's another one. I learned a lot about that in Espana. Oh, I'm jealous. That's another one that for some reason it, uh, comes and goes for me as a hyper focus where I get really into like researching <laughs> inbreeding. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And it'll last like a couple of days and then it'll come and go kind of like a couple times a year. You know what? You <laughs> have your fuck? inbreeding. I have my STDs. We all right. like weird things. You're right. You're absolutely right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I would say those are more hyper focuses. And then for my special interests, and I don't know if I mentioned this, that special interests can, they can form in childhood and you'll see more like the trains thing and they can last your whole life or they can kind of come and go or they can, you can form them like in adulthood and they can last, you know, however long they last. It's not like 
you have this one thing and this is the rest of your life is now you're obsessed with trains forever. You're a train person now. Yeah. Like for you, medicine, I think because you went into medicine, you were, you were obsessed with medicine for like 15 years, you know, you were, you're working so hard towards it. You would talk about it all the time. And I've seen in the last few years that because you're getting burnt out, you kind of, I feel like have moved away from that being like a special interest of it. You know what I'm looking at now is more like herbs and medicinal herbs and stuff. Just Look at herb it. doctor. Herb doctor. Yep. No, just like just looking at it, like especially like looking at herbs that they use in actual medicine, you know, mm. you're like, oh, that's where that comes from. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point that like uh, Coumadin is actually rat poison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To avoid like burning out totally of your special interest, you can try to do like a bit of a pivot like that where you're. Right. Well, I think it's great that I'm a PA. And this is one of my decision making things. And we can talk about this later. Maybe maybe on like a short side episode, or maybe I'll do, if we ever do like a live, I can talk about like going into medicine or something. But like Mm -hmm. one of the big things for me is I know I switch my focus quite a bit. So I didn't want to go because I was kind of thinking like MD versus PA, MD versus PA. And I'm glad I picked PA because you have the ability to switch your specialty without without redoing a residency. Mm, And that that was really important to me because I think in PA school, I I, some people went in, they're like, I'm going into ortho and you can't change my mind. And I'm like, good, I'm not trying to. But I went through, I was like, I'm going into infectious disease. And then I was going into emergency. And then I was like, no, 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 I like OBGYN. And then I told myself I'd never do surgery and look where I am. I'm in surgery. And then I even told myself like, I don't really like vascular surgery. Oh no, just kidding. I do like vascular surgery. (laughs) Yeah. It's nice to be able to switch around like that. I am, I'm a switcheroo'er. So it's, it is nice. But yeah, I think- I wish it was still my special interest. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It sucks when you lose a special interest. Um, So for me, obviously, human psychology is my Mm -hmm. big special interest. And I've had that one probably since like middle school. Birth. (laughs) Yeah, I was born interested (laughs) in psychology. But I've always been interested. I mean, even, you know, even getting into like true crime and stuff from a young kid. Mm -hmm. I think reading A Child Called It in fourth grade really fucked me up. (laughs) I was really interested in it. It's just about a little kid who was abused by his family. Uh, it's very graphic. I and remember. Detailed. Didn't Oprah talk about that book or something? Yeah, I think it was she like did. One of Oprah's book club books. It was one of my literature books. In like, oh, or did I read it on my own? Yeah. Grace. I guess I, I think I've always been like a little. They put that in the gifted and talented. It might have, I don't know. Or did I just read that on my own? That's. I don't know. Someone should have been monitoring me. I feel like that's odd. I read a lot a, of sad stories in, in literature. It was that one. I read. Uh, Oh, the one about the pigeons where they would catch the pigeons and snap their necks. What is that called? I can't remember. But there was that one. And then there was one about the one child policy. And it was about oh, this like secret yeah, yeah. child and how they had to like sneak around. I don't know. I read a lot of I like pretty traumatic time, stuff. I read a lot about um, not I never read the diary of Anne Frank, but I read a lot of a lot of books as in like fifth grade about the struggle of being in the Jewish community during, like, Nazi Germany. <laughs> and Just boy, was that reading. sad. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I, and probably, I also read. And, and one ended up being, like, you know, this girl went to, like, the concentration camps and, like, was, like, describing how they were. And I was like, this is, like, really bad. And I would have, like, nightmares about it. Oh, God. And, and my mom's like, you got to stop <laughs> reading these really sad <laughs> books. And I'm like, I can't. Um, yeah, I see. I don't think I was like given nightmares from it. I think I was like, this is really fascinating. Yeah, I thought it was fascinating, but in like the worst way possible. Yeah. 
So I think I've always been into psychology and yes. I think that's my interest in true crime really yes. stems from that because I'm not, I don't really, I don't want to hear about like the gruesome murders. I want to learn about the psychology behind this person mm -hmm. and like what their upbringing was like. So that, you know, has always, that's one, I think that's my one thing that has always been my special interest. And I think it always will be because I'm just always so interested in like why people do what they do. Um, obviously ADHD and autism have been my, another special interest of mine. And that's how we're here. For a long ass this, time. I Whole podcast, a whole podcast about it. it. Yep, because I can't stop talking about there, it. Here we are. Yep, <laughs> and yeah, autism has always, you know, I would say for the last since I was probably in college, autism has been a special interest. But now, especially that I'm discovering that I'm autistic, it's like boosted back up, and it's like look out because I'm gonna <laughs> now I'm relating look it to out, myself. Everybody. Yep stuttering when I was in grad school yep. for a big chunk of time. That was that. a big special interest. Into the stuttering class. Yeah, I, Barry Guitar. Barry Guitar. My stuttering professor. <laughs> Best name ever. Barry Guitar. Barry Guitar. I'm Barry Guitar. Ah, I'm Barry Guitar. I bet he has a musical voice. You know those people who are just born with like a naturally musical voice? Yeah. He's got like a sweet little man voice. Um, but yeah, stuttering was also a big one, I think, because it's also like related to psychology plus speech. I could still rattle off a million names of people who are stutterers, like mm. Marilyn Monroe, Ed Sheeran. Julia Roberts. Marilyn Monroe was a stutterer? Yeah, and that's why she talks in that breathy voice. Because when you use, when you talk in like an accent or you talk in a different way, you're using a different pathway from oh. your language center to uh, verbal speech. And so it's like the stutter develops on that specific pathway. And so if you talk in an accent, you're taking a different pathway. And eventually, I think the stutter will kind of form on that pathway. But it can be helpful to like switch up your voice. So that's why she talked in this breathy voice. Happy birthday, because Mr. It, President. Because it helped her avoid stuttering. Oh. Yeah. James Earl Jones was such a severe stutterer that he didn't, he was like. This Darth Vader. Yeah. When he, I think when he was like 14, he just like didn't talk for a few years. Like it was so severe. And now he's like the voice of a generation, you know? Yes. It's crazy. Anyways. He's Mufasa. I won't go into Isn't he Mufasa? stuttering. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Hold no, on. no. We're already going way too long. We do not have time. It's going to kill me. This is the problem with talking about special interests. Now we just want to talk about our special interests. I got to keep flying through this. We're almost done. Okay. Uh, do that. No. It is. Okay. Thank God. I feel better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another special interest of mine that I've always like kind of felt guilty about, but I feel like the more I'm recognizing it as a special interest, the more I can like use it and not feel guilty about it is TV. Yes. I, oh my God. TV is definitely one of my big yes, special interests. Yes, it is. And it's like, you know, it's not always the same show. I mean, I have a few consistent ones like Seinfeld. I will always make Seinfeld references. I will always talk about Seinfeld. Uh, same with like New Girl and Parks and Rec. But I yep. think just like TV shows in general, it's like when I'm really into a TV show, it's all I want to talk about, all yes. I want to do. I want to talk about it with everyone. You want everybody to watch it so you can yes. talk about it. Yep. I feel really bad. I don't really like TV that much. I know. But... It's really difficult. <laughs> well, this last weekend, my friend Billy came over and she had never seen, she had watched like a couple random episodes of Sex in the City, but she'd mm -hmm. never like watched it all the way through. And I'm doing like a big rewatch right now of the whole series, which I've done quite a few times. It's just comforting to me, you know? And... She was like asking me all these questions to explain like, oh, the backstory behind like Miranda and whatever. And I was like, yes, this is all I want to do is just like describe sex in the city to someone and have them be like genuinely interested in like asking me questions about like the character dynamics and what's happened on the show and what's going to happen. It was like I was in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's all I want. Uh, yeah, same with like reality shows. The mm. Last Man on Earth and Yellow Jackets have been like my two big ones recently. Yeah. And I'm doing a rewatch of Last Man on Earth. I finished it and then I just started it right over. Is it because we just talked about it? I don't know. Probably because I talk about it all the time. Oh. And I quote it all the time and can't stop. Yep. So that's a big one. And then podcasts. Specifically yes. last podcast on the you left. You the person who got me into podcasts. Yay. Remember? I was moving out west and you're like, you need to start listening oh, yeah. to, I think, the dollop. The dollop. Yeah. 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 I was really into like the dollop for a bit. I was into my favorite murder. But last podcast on the left has really become my like true special interest for the last like Five years. I love um, Someplace Underneath, which is from mm. the same network. Yeah. But my thing with last podcast is I'm not just, like, interested in, like, the stories they're telling. It's, like, th they themselves are my special interest where I could, like, talk about Henry as if he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like a, what is it, a parasocial relationship. Yes, yes I definitely sure, have a sure. parasocial relationship with them uh, where I just want to talk about them all the time. So, yeah. Also, I'm not Ben. I just want to say that. You and Christopher. You're more of a Ben than anything else. I just want to say. You guys are mean. You're Ben plus Marcus. How about okay. that? And I'm Henry plus I Marcus. I will take that. And no one else knows what we're talking about. That's okay. A few people know. A few people. Well, um, I'm offended that you are offended by being called Ben. What's wrong with being called a Ben? Well, I'm just saying, well, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, um, it's the way it was said. Okay. You're Ben. Ben. No, we love you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And then my last two, I mean, I already said Needlepoint was a big one. And that was really devastating when I lost that special yeah. interest. Where it was like, it was like with Lord of the Rings, where it's like yeah. I was midway through a Needlepoint and then I just couldn't pick it up again. I know. I and love it's been years and I still haven't been able to pick it back up. Well, maybe you should teach me. And we'll teach each other no. our hobbies. No, I've tried to do it like quite a few times and it just won't stick. Ah, yeah. But maybe one day. And then right. working out uh, was definitely a big special interest of mine for like years and years and years. But also I think that was tied into like a bit of like orthorexia, you know, eating yes. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I would, you know, heavily research work, you know, workouts and weightlifting stuff and gym stuff, gym routines. And I was like very, very, very into it. And I would like do it every single day and I would think about it and talk about it. And then that went away and I'm happier for it. Would that be a hyper focus or? I don't know. It was like I needed to do it to regulate myself. It's, it's, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that one walks a fine line. Yeah. I'm not sure. Cause then you also have like, you know, we also benefit from physical exercise. So it's like right, it also helps right. regulate me just because it's exercise. Right. So yeah, I don't know where that one would go, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Those are uh, some of my special interests. All right. And hopefully this helped you kind of like learn about the differences between those and yeah. kind of start thinking about your own special interests and like making more room within reason, but like more room in your life to make sure that you really are incorporating this, these things because it's so important for us. It's not just like you're not being selfish. You're not like being, well, you can be obsessive, but like if you're engaging with them within reason, mm -hmm. really try to like give yourself permission to do this thing and think right. of it as it's a self-regulation thing. It's yeah. good. I mean- it's good for your mental well-being. Yes. Email us or DM us. Tell us about your special interests or your hyper focuses. I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm always down us. for new hobbies. So. Yeah. Even tell though us. sometimes I feel like I don't. Do you ever do you ever think like I can't learn any more than I already know? Yes. <laughs> like you're like my brain's so full that I don't want to learn it. I can't learn more things. I think I've gotten to the point in my life where I can't learn. Yes, that's it. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like that, but that's never the case. You can always learn more things. Yes. 
It just depends if you're interested or not. So share with your hobbies, share hobbies, share special interests, share hyperfoci. I want to know about them. Yeah. Tell us, please. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> I need to know. All right, we got to get this horse train moving. So this time we're going to skip over alternative segments, give it a little wave as we go by. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Because we have talked way too much and we don't have time to make that stop today. Yep, per usual. Yep. We have the express train today. Yep. Right on down to the pizza secret station. Full steam ahead. Yep, yep, yep. And we're clip-clopping on our way and we're at the... We're at the pizza shop. <laughs> <laughs> so without yes, we are. further ado, right. let's do that pizza secret song. Pizza secrets, tell me your secrets. Pizza secrets. Oh yeah. All right. So this pizza secrets, going with our autism theme, we kind of wanted to do like autism flags edition of like a silly little story. That made us kind of realize like, oh, yeah, I guess I am autistic because I think we have a lot of those moments. But yeah, I, I want to share one of them, I guess. Yeah. I wish we had a color. What could we call? I don't want to call it autism red flags. I think red is bad. Ooh. It's just a flag. Like what color should it yeah. be? Um, what color is autism? Teal. No. No, I think that's like a autism speaks thing. Oh. With like Ew. the teal. uh pumpkins that you're supposed to put on your porch for autistic kids or something like that anyways autism speaks is a eugenics based group hate group just so you know don't support them we'll have Uh, to brainstorm on what color out tell us what color autism flags are is the autism flag uh but while we think about that and while you think about that here is my autism flag mine is called robot empathy (laughs) and So I was kind of messing around with ChatGBT, having it like help me write some show notes and stuff like that of just like getting outlines for things. I just have a hard time organizing my thoughts. And Lily and I were talking about it. And I was just saying that it kind of like, you know, sucks and it's pretty rudimentary. And she was like, well, you know that you can just have it rewrite the thing for you over and over and over until and like have it adjust based on like what you don't like about it. And then it will be able to like write you a nice one that you like if you give it, you know, enough times to have it rewrite it. And so I was like, okay, I'll just do that. And I was messing around with it the other day and I had it rewrite my paragraphs like five different times. And sometimes it like asks you like what you don't like about it. And I realized that I felt very guilty and bad for this inanimate robot for telling it that it was doing a bad job and having it rewrite my paragraph so many times. Like, I felt guilty Aww. and bad for it. Poor thing. Uh, and that was really like, a, oh, this is autism, isn't it? Because, like, it's autism is stereotyped as, like, we don't have empathy, but actually it's the opposite, where we have, like, so much empathy that we can have empathy for inanimate objects. And I didn't think that was me, but that was kind of a moment where I realized that I was having a lot of empathy for this robot and I didn't want to hurt its feelings, which it doesn't have because it's not a thing. Well, when the robots take over, maybe they'll... Have mercy upon me. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. That's They're what I'm hoping. Like she tried to give us empathy. It doesn't hurt to be kind. Yeah. yeah. You never know who will become your overlords. Right. Right. As I always say. I think play it safe. <laughs> yeah. Might as well. Say please and thank you to your robots out there. You yep. never know. All right, Kristen. Oh, All right. Pizza secret. Pizza secret. All right. What is your pizza secret? Mine's called Misconnections. This isn't really a specific incident, but it's just kind of overall. An autism flag? An autism flag. I cannot tell if someone is flirting with me slash. No. I cannot flirt. No. And 
oftentimes people perceive my normal behavior as flirting. Yes. This is all around a misconnection. <laughs> yes, on every um, side. Every single side. I don't know. Christopher also has autism, so I think... It worked out. It worked out. Because... <laughs> You're both non-flirters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we spent the first three months only, like, texting sea shanties to each other. Yes, you did. Which is exactly... And look at us now. Look but at you now. <laughs> the I perfect couple. cannot... <laughs> I, can't, I wouldn't say that. But I cannot... like. Is someone flirting with me? Don't know. It, yep, you've always been like that. Maybe they're just talking about a subject of interest. Yep. And then I talk back, and then they're like, oh, wow, she's, like, really into me. And yep. it's like, no, no, I'm just talking about that subject. I'm just excited to talk at you He's, about this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or I'm like, wow, this person's, like, into the same subject, too, but they're really just flirting. Yeah. I have no idea. Or I'm like... You know, I think there was an instance someone said they liked the same grocery store as I did. And I was like, oh, we should go together. And then, like in my mind, I'm like, this is perfect. We both go to the same grocery store. But in their mind, apparently it was like, oh, she wants to date me. Yeah. And that's not it. I just yeah. wanted, I was just passionate about grocery stores. And I, I think that plays into the whole like we have trouble differentiating our behavior based on who we're talking to. Yes. A lot of the times, like we talked about, I also, you know, sometimes I can be very flirty and I know that and I accept it. But also I feel like people perceive me as much more flirty than I actually am intending to be mm -hmm. because I often talk to people the same way, whether you're no matter like what your gender is or what right. your hierarchy or status right. is, I'll just talk to you like you're another person. And that is perceived as either being like insubordinate or being flirty. Right. I also think when it comes to like men and women, there's mm. no like off subject for me. Like, oh, we don't like talk about our periods around men. Oh, same. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, if there's a big clot that I found, oh, I want someone to know gross. about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear oh that. Oh, my gosh. You know fun. You don't talk about anything fun. I don't talk about anything fun. Did you just hear me talk about the Habsburg jaw? Hello? <laughs> What's more fun than inbreeding? Um, <laughs> that should be the title. <laughs> What's more fun? No, it's going to be Nucksuck. <laughs> it's got to be oh a good old Nucksuck. I just, I just have such a hard time perceiving, because I just, to me, like, if you're flirting, I think it should be really obvious, like. But I think a study was done that shows that most people don't know when someone is flirting with them. Yes, it's very hard to tell. Like, I just, I feel like generally people are bad at flirting, myself included. I think I can usually tell with men, because I have like a, you know, big creep alert. Yeah. But I'm really bad at telling when it's like a woman. Yeah, that's yeah, I don't now know. I realize I've been hit on by women many times where I thought I thought it was yeah. like, oh, you just want to be my friend. Yeah, let's hang out. Yeah, but now I'm like, oh, they were they were hitting on me. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. Should have got her number. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. did. And she would text me on like Saturday nights. I'd be like, oh, new friend. <laughs> so stupid. Of course I want to go to the movies with you. Yeah, that sounds We've great. We've been talking about this forever. Yeah, new friend to go to the movies with. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, she made my ticket. That's so nice. <laughs> what a thoughtful new friend. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. All right. Well. Shh. Should I save the Gracie thing for next time? I want to hear what it is. Okay. All right. It's, I don't want to build it up too much. Well, 
No, I'll throw it in real fast. Okay. Okay. And since we skipped alternative segments this week, I just have a real quick little bonus kind of autism flags pizza secret uh, from one of our very close friends, Gracie, who gave me permission to share this on the podcast. We talk about her a lot. Yes. And she is also kind of coming to terms with the fact that she is also ADHD. And so she and I were obviously like mass texting about it, of just like kind of having these realizations about ourselves. And I ran into her at the ReStore a couple of weekends ago, and she texted me this afterwards, which I think is just the perfect little autism flag. <laughs> so she said, my body and brain take so much energy and thinking from trying to socialize. Absolutely not a manual process for this gal over here. Like I have been overthinking the freaking Michael Jackson twirl I did in the ReStore since we <laughs> ran into each other. <laughs> I do that all the time because I just feel like my whole body is filling up with anxiety more and more. And I have to release the steam by twirling. (laughs) I need to see this twirl. I just thought, I don't even remember her doing it. So obviously it's something that like she felt super self-conscious about doing. (laughs) Just the sentence, I have been overthinking the freaking Michael Jackson twirl (laughs) is one of my all-time favorite sentences of all time. And yeah, I wish we had, I wish she would never do the Michael Jackson twirl on video, but maybe one day we'll catch her. We'll, we'll have to like get a secret camera. Yeah. We'll wear body cams whenever we run into her. <laughs> I'm like, let me get my body cam. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good uh, autism flag right there of not just doing the Michael Jackson twirl but because you feel socially uncomfortable. It yeah. But like over it keep you up at night. Overthinking the freaking Michael Jackson twirl. <laughs> Oh. Uh, it's a secret. It's a secret. Yeah. Well, that's our show. That's our show. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you have any autism flags, send them in at weirdsfeather@gmail.com. Yeah. You can DM us on Instagram. You can put them out on the Facebook group. Um, we'd like to know if you're, you know, curious about autism. You're curious about ADHD, um, or any of these things. I know these are big things we've been talking about over the last two episodes that are kind of different from our usual stuff. If you have any like questions or anything, we have like a lovely support group on the Facebook group, but also we're here and available to answer any questions or, or just chat. Cause that's, sometimes if we respond to your messages, I've been doing okay. Yeah. You're much better at it than I am. Yeah. I, if it's Thank the you. Instagram, I'm usually the one that respond. Yes. Um, and if it's email, it's usually Grace. Yeah. Or sometimes. no one. But, um, <laughs> or no one. <laughs> no, we're getting better. We're getting there. Um, but yeah, we're really happy to be out and proud, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can phrase it like that. No, I don't think we should either. Um, Autistic and proud? Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like a big moment in we appreciate any and all support from you guys and you guys are always so nice. So, and once again, I didn't say this up top, but once again, it's like all other things here where it's like, we're kind of joking about it and being silly about it. We fully recognize that autism is like a full blown disability. And mm-hmm. it's also been very disabling and kind of like, you know, emotionally difficult to like realize all these things about ourselves and how we've been treated our whole lives and reflecting yep. like, Oh, it's cause I was autistic and they were being super ableist to me. So yep. I just don't want to, I just forgot. To, we forgot to say that up top. I don't want to seem like we're just being all jokey jokey about this. Like we have done a like, lot of, Oh, isn't autism so fun. It's so quirky. We're so different. Yes. It can be extremely disabling as well. So, right. uh, just want to throw that out there, but I feel like we might as well kind of like laugh about it and have some fun while we talk about it because it's not all bad you know it's not all bad and it's nicer when we're together oh oh that was sweet 
and not touching and maybe sitting separately across the room from each other doing our own individual activities. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not touching. No, not at all. Um, Never. Maybe with a nice candle in the background. Yeah, but uh, a mild, mild scent. Mild scent. But anyway. Anyway, um, if we got to wrap this up. If you have comments, some concerns, please uh, email us or find us through our DMs. Uh, you can also give us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can write us a review. Uh, you can tell us how much you like us. Yeah, um, please. And that really helps us out. You can also buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash weirds of a feather. And I'll put it in the resources. Yep. Um, and any and all donations go directly back to the podcast to sound editing. Yep. And thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting us and for donating and for coming with us along this kind of new part of our journey. Yeah. I think it's exciting that you guys get to like hear this unfold and maybe explore your own I your own identity along with us. And isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? And on that hey. note, let's get the flock out of here. Yeah. Oh, that's a good loon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>